Welcome all, all you rock and rollers. This is And the Podcast Will Rock. That's right. We are the show where we dive into the catalog, the discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. You know the drill if you've heard us uh, before. If you haven't, welcome. We're happy to have you. And I hope you like Van Halen because if you don't, that would be awkward. But nevertheless, get used to hearing funny things like that from this voice. I am one of your hosts, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, that's a very nice shirt you got on. What you got? What is that? This is my official and the podcast will rock, rock t-shirt. We've got our website on the back, got the logo on the front. My whole family is sporting the merch here today. Our order came in. Uh, so so we're repping the podcast up here in Canada. Uh, we got truckers and convoys going to ottawa and blocking trade routes and all sorts of goofy stuff but we're nice and warm here in in saskatchewan with our and the podcast will rock merch on ready to talk some van halen absolutely um maybe the uh maybe the mail runs a little bit smoother in the great white north than it does here i have yet to receive my merch but nevertheless you guys we do have merch uh if you don't know all that already go to our t public store go to our website we have a website where you can go ahead and click the link it'll take you right to it we've got merch rep it it's cold out there still so you're gonna need a hoodie you're gonna need some warmth and we've got it we got you we have got you covered uh speaking of the weather so how's it going over there in uh, saskatchewan right now give us a weather report you know what it is that oh i, I if we're doing the weather report i gotta play it let yeah. me enlighten you people. This baby has satellite comlink. We got onboard pulse Doppler. We got X-ray real time. Today we're gonna make history. So stick around. Today's a sniff in the dirt are over. Oh, and by the way, I really enjoy your weather reports. And the cows aren't freezing their asses off this week, Mark. It's uh, it's zero degrees uh, as we record this. Uh, I have a family of deer uh, outside my window in my front lawn looking for food. But it, it's gorgeous. About 32 degrees Fahrenheit uh, for all you uh, American listeners out there. Uh, so, you know, our four feet of snow is finally starting to melt. And uh, life just seems a little bit rosier. How are things in your neck of the woods? Well, funny enough, it got a little warmer down here, too. I believe the highest it got was, are you ready for this? 60 degrees Ooh. Fahrenheit. That's right. We are in spring territory. But fret not if you are thinking that spring came a little early. You're right, because when the sun went down, we were reminded very much that it's still February. And it's still the winter time. And uh, the 60 degrees was just a, just a tease, I guess, of what's to come. I don't know. This is what weather is in the southern U.S., okay? We don't know. You could be wearing shorts one day. Tomorrow, you're going to be bundled up. And then the next day, uh, tank top and shorts again. It, there's There's no consistency. I'm not a fan of it. But at this point, who am I to change it? Because I've been living here for 34 years at this point. So... You just kind of make do. 
uh no frozen cows no cows being uh thrown uh by tornadoes thank god for that one because we have had our fair share of those and uh, frankly i'm sick of it so you get any tornadoes up there all the time actually uh, i had a tornado outside my uh, my front window uh one year uh we're right in tornado alley actually uh uh, if anyone has ever heard of a fellow by the name of Tornado Hunter, uh, he's from Saskatchewan. He he does a show, I think it might air in the States as well, but uh, he's quite often parked mm-hmm. across the street from my house uh, looking for bad weather. So uh, it kind of gives you an indication wow. of, uh, uh, <laughs> of where I live. Uh, we have a very nice basement that we all huddle in uh, whenever uh, Twister season comes rolling around. And I'm very happy, Mark. I got to bring this up for when Twister season comes around. I got myself a new book. I'm going to be able to hunker down in the basement with this year. And it is a first edition of the now criminally out of print David Lee Roth autobiography, Crazy from the Heat. Um, I I just got a feeling this is going to be batshit crazy. When you've got an ego as big as Diamond Dave, um, his take on things, it's going to be hilarious. I cannot wait to to break into this one. So I'll be reporting in uh, with uh, segments from uh, David Lee Roth, Crazy from the Heat that is amazing and uh it's what's more amazing is that such a thing is out of print you think anything associated with you think anything associated with van halen like it's not going to go out of print why would it It, there's too much money to be made but here we are you found a rare item and yes we we're going to have to check back in we're we're gonna have to have some uh some excerpts some some wonderful gold by diamond dave i we may even make a game out of it you guys let us know what you think do you want to hear from this uh this rare autobiography of diamond dave i know i do because any any insight into that insane brain of his and how it works especially whenever he wrote that seems like gold seems like a great idea to me so well, you know what, Mark? But it's kind of while funny you we're bring on that this up. subject, yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's funny you bring that up because, uh, of course, the, the podcast that kind of got us rolling here, Pot of Thunder, our, our good friends over at Pot of Thunder, mm-hmm. Pot Nation, if you will, uh, Chris Absolutely. L, friend of the show, um, they did when they were doing all the Kiss catalog. They did a game whenever they had a Peter Chris song that they would um, ask one of the guys on the show, whether Andy, Nick, or Chris, to just pick a number between one and three hundred and thirty, whatever the the total length of the book was. And someone would pick a number, and and then Andy, I believe it was, would actually go through onto that page and find something interesting to read because there was something batshit crazy and, and hilariously entertaining on every single page. And it's one of their best bits of all time. And part of me is thinking, like, I, I hate ripping <laughs> off Pot of Thunder on everything they do, but wouldn't it be great to do that with Diamond Dave's book? Like, I'm sure there's something great on every single page. So if maybe our listeners, and I'm looking at guys like uh, Joel Scott Zerns and... Uh, Paul Moody and uh, Jim Ragsdale and uh, Will Lanert. Uh, if you guys maybe think that's a fun idea for us to do here, hop on the Twitter machine and, and let us know. Maybe we can uh, do that here as well. I mean, e- even if we don't record it, I may have to just make the game out of just just, just the two of just you and I. It's like, hey, uh, let me know what uh, what does page thirty five say or something like that, um, because I'm just I'm so intrigued to find out. Um, and at this point, look, we, the people know we, we've taken our base of the uh, of the podcast from our buddies over at Pot of Thunder. They know that. They seem to be okay with it. The guys at Pot of Thunder seem to be okay with it. So I don't see why not. Uh, just what's one more little thing? <laughs> you, you know, know what we, I mean? We can even throw in Sammy Hagar's book, Red. Uh, he's got a lot of crazy shit well, there you in go. that book, too. You know, his whole uh, alien abduction. 
uh, in his time with Van Halen. There's a lot of cool stuff in that book too. So maybe depending on the song we roll, if it's a Sammy tune, we'll read from Sammy's book. If it's a Dave tune, we'll read from Dave's book. I mean, that, well, now with with that, we we it feels like we kind of have to. <laughs> so I am. I did not know any of that from from uh, Sammy's book. That's amazing. You didn't I, know he was abducted by aliens. I may have to. No, I thought that was Ace Freely over at uh, in, in Kiss. No, I think Ace is an alien. I didn't know. But, uh, uh, Sammy, the, the song oh, yeah, Love Walks true. In actually is about his alien abduction. Well, the more you know, you guys. So, hey, if you want if you want us to, to hear more about whatever this craziness is, let us know. I certainly do. So please, please get involved in the conversation more than you already are. We love it. We, we love getting feedback from you guys. We love how uh, enthusiastic you guys seem to be with the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, so speaking of tuning in, the... It's become, I guess, kind of a segment, sort of. It's like a pseudo segment, but uh, my my very special lady friend Christy uh, is is a an active listener, an active participant, whether she wanted to be or not, she just is. Uh, and now that she is fully invested in this show, she likes to manifest a song for us to listen to. And the last time she manifested, she was. She had a specific song from the album Balance in mind. Now, granted, she didn't get that song, but we did spin a song from the album Balance. So now, now we're going to see if uh, her manifestation comes to fruition this time. And what I can tell you is that she is manifesting from the album OU812. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Are you going to let us know uh, what that track is from OU812, or or do we venture a guess? Or I guess you know, but I know what the song is. Um, and she is, yeah. Go, I'll go ahead and say it. She actually wants to hear uh, "Finish What You Started." Ah, the classic song about that is blue the one balls. She is this maybe a little telling, Mark? <laughs> uh, are you a little backed up? Is that why she's manifesting this one? I can fully say in confidence. No comment. Uh, but yeah, it's, that is the song. You know, so you know how it goes. Sometimes you get a Van Halen song stuck in your head and it's just in there and there's nothing to do but sort of write it out and enjoy it. Um, and <laughs> Write it guess... out and enjoy it. That's an <laughs> interesting choice of words there, my friend, for a song about uh, I... <laughs> sexual frustration. <laughs> hey, I said what I said. But uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, whatever the reason that's the song that appeared in her head and that is the song she wants to hear and she wants to hear us talk about it so she is manifesting that is the song we check out excellent well i had had one in mind too uh for very different reasons uh because this week i believe it was is the uh, anniversary of a different kind of truth which is an album we've covered three tracks now on this show from a different Mm -hmm. kind of truth and uh, i've really liked all of them uh there's a couple I, i gave a thumbs up to and the other one I've retroactively given a thumbs up to. Uh, I was kind of just slightly down when we did the show, but I was just grumpy that night. I'm a bitter old sure. bastard for the most part. But after listening to it again, I really like that song. All? So I'm really kind of hoping for my favorite track from A Different Kind of Truth, which is She's the Woman. And if we Ooh. if we spun that tonight, I, I would be a very happy fella. Well, well then. And uh, I... And I guess I would say I have one that I want to manifest, but honestly, I don't. I think I'd be okay with either one of these. Oh, you're in a good um, mood tonight. You're up for anything. Or, 
Yeah, exactly. That's the, my state of being. I'm up for anything. So let's just uh, <laughs> lots of wordplay happening tonight. Um, but it, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't leaning a little bit more towards another uh, Sammy tune. I'd be very happy with another Sammy tune. As the listeners will know, I am pro Hagar. I'm not anti uh, Roth. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, you guys. I, I'm not. But I'm a Hagar guy. What can I say? That, that's why I love doing the show with you because uh, I, I love both as well. But I my needle points more towards Dave, j- just a little bit, and your needle points towards Sammy. Sure. So we, it's really kind of a kind mm-hmm. of a nice dichotomy. But yeah, we we obviously love them both uh, very much. So I'd be more than happy with the Sammy tune. And actually, after talking about uh, finish what you started, that could lead to an interesting conversation. So here's hoping Christy gets her wish uh, <laughs> two weeks in a row here. I really hope it, if, if so, uh, and just like I promised last time. Um, well, I promise that if we finally spin the track, her favorite track that she uh, it really wants to hear, um, and I won't I won't reveal it until it happens. I will bring her on the show and we'll have a discussion. But if she, but if by chance we do land on finish what you started, uh, I might have to just bring her up anyway. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I have no problem pausing the the recording and, and getting Christy in here to, to talk about it. I, I think that'd be really good. We yeah. We might have to do that. So, but it is not up to me. It is not up to Corey, and it's not up to Christy. It is up to the wheel. We spin a wheel with uh, all the Van Halen tracks listed on there. We spin it, and the wheel gives us what it gives us. Uh, we we still have uh, very many. I don't have the number in front of me. How many tracks do we have left? The I believe on it's uh, one hundred eight, one hundred seven actually. One hundred seven. One hundred eight. Oh, one hundred seven. Okay. Well, there you go. So this is show thirteen. Uh, it so, is. Yeah. It is. There it is. Yeah, it is anybody's guess. It is all the spin of the wheel. So, Corey, if you would, please, how about we spin that wheel? All right. At this point, we take it over to Mr. Hagar. Here we go! And the wheel is spinning. Slowing down, coming down. Oh, we're going to get something from Fair Warning, everybody. Dirty Movies. Oh, all right. Dirty Movies from Fair Warning. Mark, Dirty movies. your recollections of, of this album. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the album, I'm, I'm a little bit... Uh, there, there, there are a lot of blank spaces, but this song I definitely know. And uh, it's it's been a while since I've jammed this song, but um, I'm into it. Yeah, man, it's been a long time. Uh, since, since I since I thought about this one, but uh, uh, I I just remember that that slide guitar, uh, right uh, fr- from this track, like it's yes, yeah. yeah. So uh, our first track from Fair Warning. This is a, a classic Dave album, of course. I believe Chris L said this was this his favorite album. I think it might have been second track uh, off of Fair Warning. Uh, let's give mm-hmm. you a little breakdown. This is the fourth album uh, by the Mighty Van Halen, released April 29th, ninth, nineteen eighty one. Uh, the album's cover artwork features a detail from The Maze, a painting by Canadian artist William Kurilek, which depicts his tortured youth. I always wondered what, what that kind of cover was about, because I remember getting that album. Like, the, and I'm older than you, Mark. We didn't. I didn't get the CD. I got the album. I still have the album, actually, uh, from Fair Warning. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, I always wondered about, about that cover art. Uh, do you remember any uh, your first thoughts when you checked out the cover of Fair Warning? I think at this point, when I was looking at... Because... Uh, a lot of times some cover art for an album will uh influence whether i want to listen to it or uh, buy it back when we did buy albums back in the days kids 
uh a lot of times if if the cover art was good enough or in my case sometimes if it was just odd enough i would be so intrigued that i'd have to listen to it like i don't know who this is i don't know what this is but i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot just based on the cover art alone um so i do remember seeing this cover art and and i had already had a, a van halen influence so my thought was okay that's that's a choice that's seems odd maybe they uh maybe they're going a little bit edgy this time i'm not sure um it would be a little while later that when i listen to unchained i go no that sounds pretty much like a standard uh van halen uh uh uh, catalog piece but uh yeah no i i don't really have a, a whole lot of insight onto the the cover art itself what uh what about you uh, just that it was bizarre, but uh, now that I got a little more uh, yeah. uh, context from it, uh, uh, it kind of makes sense. This album, uh, the, their fourth album, I, I think uh, album sales were kind of waiting uh, for them a little bit in this era. Of course, uh, Van Halen 1 did very well, Van Halen 2 did very well, as did Women and Children first, but fair warning. Um, you know, it took a while, actually, it's gone double platinum uh, in the years since, but I think it took a long time uh, to kind of get there. And I remember there's a great story in Noel Monk's book. Uh, running with the devil uh, about having to pay off radio stations to get tracks played uh, from fair warning because oh, wow. there wasn't really a, a single off this album, right? Like uh, uh, mean streets uh, was, was released as a single, uh, I think in Europe, uh, unchained uh, was released as a single. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is love. Um, I, I think there was four uh, off this album. If I'm, I don't remember the fourth one offhand, but um, you, you kind of look at, at the track listing. Um, not a lot. I had like uh songs that would you know populate their live sets in future years right besides like mean streets and uh, unchained of course was was probably the the, mm-hmm. the song that van halen fans would point to as being the best on the album but uh, uh dirty movies yeah that another one of that those. was that i mean that was the one that stood out for me as well is is like that's how i remember this album is like well that's the one unchained is on exactly so that's yeah. about it uh ted templeman of course produced this one again uh, and this was back uh, in 1981. Uh, albums were a good half hour. I think this one is 31 minutes, uh, all said and done. Because, mm. of course, bands, you know, you record an album in a week or two, you get it out there, you get on the road, you tour the world in 10 months, and then you're right back in the studio for another week to get the next album out. So I think Burnout was maybe playing a big part uh, in Van Halen at this moment. Um it was after Sounds this album like that uh, Noel Monk kind of promised them they could take a break and maybe just take even just a month off. Uh, now, this time, of course, record companies were very fickle and saying, well, you got to you know, got to keep it out there. And I think we told the story before about how they recorded uh, Oh, Pretty Woman. It's kind of a stopgap, and that led to Diver Down. But it was, uh, I think, the burnout that kind of led to uh, Fair Warning and the Fair Warning Tour uh, that, you know, kind of led to that uh, almost like a compilation album because it was like half covers uh, at that point so mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be interesting to, to, to hear maybe a difference from like a jovial happy uh, fun party band van halen just coming off the uh, backyard party circuit from van halen one now uh you know 1981 uh they're in a totally different space here yeah yeah it's uh maybe uh maybe this song in particular will will influence uh the way uh, the way they they were feeling uh, at the time, maybe um, maybe perhaps even Dave put a little more, uh, and that's not to say he didn't put thought into any of his lyrics whatsoever. I know we like to joke about that sort of thing, but 
maybe because of the burnout, maybe because of where they were in the headspace at the time, maybe that will, maybe that influenced how he wrote on this album. Um, maybe this song in particular, as I say, uh, has something to do with it. I'm not quite sure. I've never actually uh, taken the time to look at the lyrics for this song. Um, it's 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 been a long time, like I said, since I've jammed this album. The, I guess the only one that I really pay any attention to is uh, Unchained, and then you know, Mean Streets every once in a while. But yeah, ne- definitely not Dirty Movies. It doesn't pop up my radar, so it'll be interesting to see the uh, the content of this track. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, Mark. Uh, what do you say? If you're ready, uh, let's start playing it. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, your your thoughts on, on how it kicked off there. I really kind of like that laid back groove. You got Alex just kind of just, just kind of getting in the groove there right off the hop. You got a little guitar in the background. I was really kind of digging that. Yeah, it's like a, uh, I don't even know if it's a build per se. I think it's just uh, just a very chill groove. Um, I don't know if it's good or a bad thing that I got Toto vibes, but uh, <laughs> but here we are. Toto, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I I hear that too. Now that you brought it up, good pull. Mm-hmm. No, there's that build you were talking about, Mark. Maybe talk about that. There it is, the build. Yeah, there just it is. Yeah. Just, just kind of plucking away, right? And then you got a little bit of that slide in there, and then it kind of kicked in the full Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, a classic build-up uh, track, I think, from these guys. Yeah, for some reason, I thought that uh, that sort of slide happened a little bit later. But, uh, like, right, right as I said, oh, I'm, I'm getting Toto vibes. And then we started the track again eddie's like no 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 you don't no you don't <laughs> you're wrong it's, it's me it's me buddy it's like oh yeah you're right sorry sorry eddie how 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 could i have been so wrong <laughs> all right let's keep her going here i think we're gonna have a classic diamond dave too right with his oh yes and things like that he's not as high pitched as he was on say van halen one but just kind of fitting in the group no a little subdued this time well, yeah and, yeah and track the subdued so look, look at that david david lee ross kind of fitting in with, with the song here we go Baby, no. 
All right, so uh, lyrically, uh, now who's that baby with the fabulous shadow? It's only one scene, but to me it don't matter. If your movies get down like you won't find in my hometown, they won't believe it when they see what they're seeing. Oh, no. <laughs> so again, uh, David Lee Roth playing the uh, the innuendo game here. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I think David is a great lyricist. And uh, I, I kind of get what he's throwing down here. What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's, I mean, it's aptly named, even for right <laughs> out the get-go. He's, you know, he's not... He's being subtle enough, but he's not. I mean, it's just because we all know we, we, we all know what, what's going down here. Um, but I like that he's not just straight up uh, putting it a little bit on the nose. You know what I'm saying? He's just kind of like, uh, no, he's, he's giving it to you. He's like, look, 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 it's 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 a movie, but it's not the movie you, you think it is. It's a uh, it's a little bit more uh, impressive for this particular uh, specimen. And it's uh and you're, you're not going to believe the things you're going to see this person do. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, I, I, I dig the subtlety, but I get that he's, uh, he's not so overly subtle that he's unintelligible. You know what I mean? This is, he's, he's making a, a, a factoid statement. Yep. Greatest thing you've ever seen. Now her name is up in lights. Yeah. I, I, I think you can put two and two mm-hmm. together there. So, uh, let's keep going here. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh, showbiz is so thrilling. The camera rolls. She's willing. Uh, Mark, is this a thing you have some experience with? Uh, maybe getting a young lady in a video camera and uh, putting your name up in lights, as it were? Careful what you say. Your know girlfriend to listens that. to this show. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, in the uh, in the case of what Diamond Dave is saying, no, no, <laughs> never, uh, never done that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I can't necessarily be on the uh, uh, on the comparable end of that. But uh, but I get what he's saying, and I get that I, what he's implying. So, and if and if Davis is talking about some uh, personal experience, well, good for him, I guess. Well, I guarantee um, he's talking about personal experience. Diamond Dave at this point. <laughs> there's no way he hasn't videotaped at least a uh, hundred girls at this point girls or you know or Dudes, whomever really livestock I mean, whatever yeah he's dude i mean yeah it's it, he is a uh, uh in all all uh all purpose all fun all around there you go you know it, it reminds me of a line from uh, cheech and chong uh the corsican brothers uh, where they described on characters being trisexual. He'll try anything, mud, chickens, anything. To me, that uh, I kind of get that impression <laughs> about David Lee Roth. I think that's more uh, accurate than you realize. <laughs> Which the mud or the chickens? Dave. I think, I think, yeah, I think you nailed it. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, let's get Mark off the hook and, and keep going here. <laughs> yes, Prom queen. Oh, wow. Take it off! Take it off! 
I, you gotta like the applause as he's yelling, take it off, and everyone's applauding. Like, she, she must have a, a tremendous body. See, for those that are not in the know here, uh, there was a time, maybe they still do this, I don't know, but there was a time where you could go into a theater, like a big theater, and actually watch uh, adult films. And maybe you would have uh, uh, the audience screaming out, you know, take it off, take it, you know, just providing their own commentary above everything else that's going on right now. So I'm getting the sense that that's really what this song is is all about. It's like, hey, let's go into this uh, this very dark theater real quick and check out this movie. Oh, look, it's that kind of movie. Nice. Wait a minute. We know that girl. She was prom queen. And uh, and here we are. You know, it's a good thing you brought the whole uh, theater thing because yeah, younger listeners wouldn't know what that's about. Uh, whereas I think most of our, our listeners who are from kind of my generation uh, know uh, gosh darn well what a, a dirty movie theater uh, you know was. And uh, you know, even remember mm -hmm. a guy like Paul Rubens who got caught, uh, you know, uh, pleasuring himself uh, in, in such a theater, <laughs> perhaps to the prom queen, who knows. Uh, but um, yeah, the, this, uh, this song is very much of its time, I guess, in 1981, because uh, those theaters just don't exist anymore. Right, yeah. And I, I feel sad for your generation, Mark, where you can't just walk into a theater and start masturbating. Now, I know you've done that to Pixar movies in the past. We're not supposed to talk about that for legal reasons, but uh, in the old days, you could do it to dirty movies. I don't know where you're getting your information, but uh, I could be I mistaken. To, Maybe I'm thinking of a, of a mutual friend of ours. You might be thinking of a mutual friend. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, and, and, if, and if it's the same mutual friend, I'm sure we'll have him on the show one day and he can speak for himself. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. What a what a tragic world we live in where you can't just walk into a movie theater, take a seat, watch a good adult film and just you know just whip it out and do your business Doesn't everybody in have front that, of everybody that, you know what yeah i just want to start sit in the theater start flogging the dolphin amongst a bunch of other guys like is it, it i can't believe that was a thing in the 1970s like you know what i, I got two hours to kill let's go watch deep throat and, and rub <laughs> one out like i mean I, there there probably was an unspoken rule where it's like we all know what we're in here to do just don't look at each other. <laughs> yeah. Just just look at the screen and look at nothing we're else. We're all the same boat. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, it's like we're all human. We're all horny bastards. This is like, let's just, but just don't watch me do it. And as as long as we can do that, then we can uh, we can get through this in relative peace. I don't know. It just sounds very very squeamish to me. And I can't believe you brought up Pee Wee Herman. Hasn't the poor man suffered enough? He he really has. Just what he thinks he he's through it all. Here we bring it up uh, <laughs> on the podcast, and he has to relive it hopefully paul rubens is not listening to our little van halen podcast but uh it, it just boggles me but if he is i really enjoyed the Pee Wee herman broadway show <laughs> and, and i love the Pee Wee herman movies uh you know Wee's big adventure big top Pee -wee, there you go both classics <laughs> all right let, let's get back to david lee roth masturbating into theater <laughs> Is he encouraging everyone to get to the dirty movie theater to see his girl? Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yes, that's that's exactly. It's showbiz, baby. It's a, it's a movie. I mean, isn't that kind of the whole uh, uh, the whole deal? Is uh, if you have someone who's in a movie, you have to encourage everyone to go see it so that you can say, "Hey, I know that person. I'm to- we're totally besties." It's like it, you beca- you make it about you, you know. And if this is a, a Dave's girl. Uh, so to speak on screen he's just like hey man that was her that was the my prom day that's the prom queen man remember the things we used to do isn't that awesome look at that look what she's doing now i got to experience that wow you know all that jazz um at least i think that's what he's trying to convey either that or he's just a big fan but um (laughs) i did have a i did have another thought though about this these guys are a touring rock band and uh during a special time where there's no social media. There's no. There's only so many things they can get up to during the day when there's no performance and when there's no partying uh, to be done. Um, and a lot, I think a lot of other touring musicians can probably speak to this more. But during the day, you, your time is your own, and you gotta you gotta make do with whatever. And you could be in a different city. You could be in a different country, even uh, depending. So what do you do when you're bored? Well, usually you try to go do uh, some stuff that's pretty that you think is going to be fun. You do it as a group. Uh, I would imagine an activity like this is probably somewhere on the docket. I would I would be shocked if there uh, there isn't just a long list of stories from rock bands talking about um, it's like when you guys were bored on the road. Did you go? Did you go into a dirty movie theater? Like, oh, well, yeah. Why wouldn't we? Well, it's like, yeah, I would be shocked if that if those stories didn't exist. So maybe maybe that's what's happening here. But or maybe that's the inspiration for the song. It, it could be. I, I I get your point. I hear you. But is David Lee Roth really hurting uh, for for ladies at this point in his career? Like a. Uh, I remember an anecdote. <laughs> well, no. Uh, the, the, there's a story in Old Monk's book where Valerie Bertinelli would, you know, she obviously was on Monday at a time. So she would just kind of join the tour whenever she could, right? And she was always surprised that Eddie didn't want to get it on as soon as he saw her all the time. He's like, well, you know, why doesn't Eddie want to fuck all the time? These guys, they don't, they don't want to fuck. She's talking to the other wives and, and the girls are like, are you kidding? Like they're they're getting it three, four times a day uh, from, from groupies. So, you know, he's not interested in you physically because he's worn out. So I, I, I hear your point, and it makes a lot of sense. However, I don't think David Lee Roth at this point in 1981, right? Like, remember, David at this point is just shredded, right? He's got the long blonde hair. Yeah, he's in the yeah. biggest band in the world. Um, I, I think he's getting it regularly. So uh, uh, unless, uh, you know, a roadie or maybe Noel Monk himself was telling him stories about having to go to a theater to rub one out. Um, I was wondering, Mark, uh, and I, I love putting you on the spot with this kind of stuff and, and making you blush, but if it was your girl up on the silver screen, is this the kind of thing you'd be bragging your buddies about and saying, hey, come out and check out Christy on the silver screen. Look at what she's doing. I might not be bragging about it uh, off the cusp, but if it was brought to my attention, it was like, hey, man, I, I saw your girl on the in a movie or whatever, and I'd be like, she got a good technique, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, that's and that's all I would say. That's awesome. Yeah. That's all because that's all I would need to but, say. Yeah, um, like Peter Wolf said, right? But no, I think I, bad, my baby is the centerfold, right? Like, 
exactly that's 100 correct but no i just think maybe uh the inspiration of this song is just them kind of bored and it's like let's just let's go have fun and uh go check out a, like there there's a dirty movie theater let's let's go see what that's all about and maybe they even they sat down they're like looking around there's a bunch of creeps in there like just doing their thing whatever they're like wow why are we in here but oh my god look at that chick oh my god little chick oh and they give her a standing ovation when it was like oh my god she took it all look at her she's so hot Mm -hmm. i'm assuming i'm assuming maybe that's the the source of inspiration for this because it, it wouldn't be too unheard of for something like that to take place but again it's just my just my you guess. know what's going to be great is when i read the david lee roth book and i get to the a fair yes. warning chapter and he's talking about dirty movies hopefully and, and we can get some insight and if we're not historians by any stretch of the imagination we're just fans if anybody out there knows mm-hmm. uh, the story behind dirty movies please hit us up on twitter and let us know um yes we, we could very well be wrong but i do like mark's point that maybe you know, they, they probably go to bed around four. They probably get up around one. They got two hours before sound check. You know, let, let's go to the dirty movie mm-hmm. theater and rub one out. Who knows? Maybe that's what they did. Maybe they, I don't even think they rubbed it out. They just like went in there just to just to check it out, just to see what's maybe they're up. Maybe fans of the story. Be, uh, just big. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. <laughs> All right, we got about forty-five seconds left. We haven't had an Eddie solo yet, so let's see if we got one at the end of the song here. Oh, oh my. that's dirty movies we didn't have a traditional guitar solo that we've come to expect from mr no just just some uh some noodling ornamentation uh underneath the uh uh, the the chorus line and yeah no no rip-roaring eddie solo Hmm. kind of strange but uh a a different van halen song which uh, which which i can appreciate so i'm really kind of interested uh how the voting is going to go here today um i believe it's my turn uh to go first um mm-hmm. yes I, I think out of all the van halen especially the dave albums fair warning is the one i probably know the least uh so i hadn't sure. heard dirty movies uh in a very long time so i, I loved coming into this one kind of cold uh but ultimately uh, i'm gonna have to say And it's not an overwhelming, that's what dreams are made of. Uh, it's more kind of a, yeah, it's a, I, I like it. You know, it, it's just north of, of meh, if that makes any sense. So I, I like the laid back groove. Mm-hmm. I really liked what Alex was doing uh, on this track. Uh, I missed uh, the Eddie Van Halen solo, but, uh, you know, the, the subject matter was, was, was kind of fun. Uh, Dave was, was top notch. The band sounded good. I like the laid back groove. So, um, you know, my thumb was like in the middle the whole time, but ultimately, yeah, it's just going to be a little north uh, of uh, meh, and uh, I'm going to give a, a, a yay, or that's what dreams are made of, uh, to dirty movies. Uh, Mark, uh, which way are you leaning? 
Well, the answer might uh, surprise you a little bit. I am surprised. I probably got a little bit more uh, more of an enjoyment out of it than, than you did, though I do understand your reasonings and the uh, north of meh. I get it. <laughs> I completely understand that. Um, but for me, it was uh, kind of what you said at the beginning. It's it's a different Van Halen tune, and yet not so different that it was unrecognizable. Uh, D- Dave is still doing what Dave does best. He, you still get the howling in the in the in the screeching and the uh, sort of uh, swarthy uh, uh, timbre and the uh, just just the way he is able to turn a phrase in within a Van Halen song and the, the way he sings his uh, his melodies. Uh, very classic, Dave. I was a real big fan of, uh, of what Michael's doing on bass. Uh, there's uh, I don't want to say it's not the flang pedal he's got it going through a specific uh effects pedal i know i'm not getting it right but uh whatever it is that was different that's not what you're usually used to hearing from michael i i don't think michael really puts his bass through any sort of effect pedal most of the time uh and if i'm wrong about that please correct me but it doesn't sound like he is this one on the other hand he does and it fit for me it fit i think alex is carrying a lot of weight uh on this on this track more than you know maybe he usually does but it worked and for me it was um i did like you miss the eddie solo so this is not like a uh whomping yay awesome track no it's more like it's like that's a good van halen track it's different it's uh it's subtle we kept saying subtle and i was thinking like maybe it was gonna build into something crazy it didn't and i'm kind of glad it didn't because it would have felt predictable but this uh yeah yeah and i honestly i think what really sold it for me was the subject matter of the song the content of it and um maybe our speculation of what the song where where the song uh might have been inspired by or anything like that probably had some influence as well but nevertheless i had fun with it and i really enjoyed the groove and it's probably going to be in my head for the rest of the night in a good way so that to me is a huge indicator that yeah this is a good song you can jam so that's a yay for me uh, all great points I, I i agree with you totally it's uh, a little different uh, from this band and mm-hmm. from my recollection of fair warning uh, which isn't great because it's been a while since i've actually put it on and listened to it front to back but i always remembered it as being mm-hmm. a darker uh, album and, and this song you know, it's not so dark. It's kind of a, a lighter subject matter, right? Which, which I appreciated. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to get into like Mean Street and hear about it later and kind of maybe those th- those darker tracks. But um, uh, Fair Warning was one of the albums when we started this podcast. I was really looking forward to revisiting because it had been a while since I heard it. And Dirty Movies was one of those tracks that I wasn't really that familiar with. And I just, yeah, I, re- I really appreciated the groove. And I'm glad you brought up Michael Anthony because, yeah, I wanted to mention, you know, I really enjoyed the the bass there. And if he's using effects on it, great, because yeah, that's the kind of thing, especially in the first twelve tracks we covered, or at least the ones he mm-hmm. played on, uh, which is not all twelve, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah <laughs> right, that, that right. wasn't the case. So, um, yeah, it, it's a good track from from a good album, and yeah, it's not their most popular album, and mm-hmm. it's certainly not their most popular song. I don't even know if they ever played it live, uh, for that matter. But uh, yeah. You could do worse than dirty movies, that's for sure. 
Oh sure, yeah, and they've got plenty worse. <laughs> um, you know, this is, you know some of those we've we've probably already covered, but I mean, uh, or we will. Burning the sea. Oh certain. my god, that song sucked. <laughs> uh case in point um and uh and by no means are we saying that this song is one of the better tracks from this album i don't think that's the case at all but then again i don't know my perspective of this album is is like yours Corey. it's a little bit limited as i've said before like i know mean streets i have heard dirty movies before but it had been a long time and i did not have much of a recollection of it unchained is really the song that i know from this album that like i wholeheartedly know it from, like front to back so going into this album is going to be just as fresh as for me as it was for you and i uh yeah i don't i don't know if it's going to be in the top tier of of tracks from the album uh this song in particular but it's a good start oh absolutely so i guess you know all in due time all in due time yeah uh, i'm just glad we got something uh, another dave song from an album we haven't covered yet uh, we didn't cover one, uh, haven't yeah. our first balance track last week, our first fair warning track this week. So uh, the wheel has been kind to us. Uh, I dare say I probably jinxed it. Uh, we're going to get fucking up for Ugh, breakfast or something next week. You know, it's, it's going to be awful. But, uh, you know, uh, no, we're going to get a really bad one from for unlawful carnal knowledge that like you just really don't want to really don't want to. I kind of can't wait, though because <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait either just because i just want to see your there, reaction there's some tracks on there i am ready to rip a new asshole but some of my favorite van halen <laughs> tracks are from for unlawful carnal knowledge so that is such a dyslexic album for me. yeah i mean for i think for anybody i think any any van halen fan you talk to is, is even if they're going to argue the merits of the album they're still going to go well but <laughs> they're going to have like little gaps that's true and that's like that for any album like no i don't think any band is immune to it even if it's a band that you love and it's a band that you think can do no wrong whatsoever i think uh one of the greatest bands in the world is iron maiden they are not without their you know tracks that are not so great it's it happens it, happens, it absolutely, absolutely yeah. happens so uh, yeah some of my favorite bands of all time queen I, I love queen but there's some tracks on there freddie mercury wrote a song about his fucking cat and put it on innuendo and it's one of the worst fucking things ever recorded but they're also the band that did we will rock you and we are the champions and all these great mm -hmm. classic songs so uh, i totally get it and van halen's kind of the same and that's why we decided to do this podcast like yeah 75 of the catalog is killer and then 25 is like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> One of the greatest musicians in the world was Prince, and yes. he wrote a song called Sister that I'm not even going to bring up. I'll let you all Google that if you don't know it. But there you go. There's our first track from Fair Warning. Um, we're, we are making headway here. Uh, but uh, as I've mentioned, this is not my favorite track from the album. I cannot wait till we get to Unchained. That's going to be super fun. I might not even have a lot to uh, say during that episode because I'll be too busy rocking out and going, are you not entertained? <laughs> Listen to this. It's so cool. It's great. It's uh, That's, you know, spoiler alert, one of my favorite Van Halen songs in their whole catalog. So that's going to be super fun. Uh, but it's always super fun talking about Van Halen, and we appreciate you guys tuning in with us. As we said at the top of the show, we do have a website. Go to andthepodcastwillrock.com. You can find all of our episodes there. You can find out uh, some more stuff 
you know, we don't have a lot of uh, news uh, of what we're doing outside of the podcast to report just yet, but we'll, that's on the way. But check out our merch store. We got a T Public site. Get your hoodies, get your t-shirts, get your masks even. Ooh. You know, there's still a mask mandate out there, so uh, you can get a mask with our logo on it, and it looks like Van Halen's logo, so it's a, it's a, it's a win-win. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you want to contact us individually, you can find us on the social medias. Corey, what social medias can they find you? They can find me at CD Morset, and please hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. Give us some uh, suggestions. I've had a few fans uh, actually reach out on the uh uh, Twitter for the show uh, at Podcastable Rock, uh, letting us know that uh, you may like to come on the show. Uh, so I think that'd be tremendous. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show, what the hell? Uh, reach out, let us know. Uh, we're thinking uh, one week a month, probably the last week of every month, we're going to bring on a special guest. Uh, we had Chris L come on in January. Um, still my favorite show that we've done uh, out of the 13, although I, I am quite fond of the one we're recording right now. I thought we did a good job. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> We're going to bring on Absolutely. guests. We're going to bring on fans. We got some friends. Uh, Van, I got a Van Halen expert who's chopping at the bit to come on. I know uh, Mark's got some uh, touring musicians who are, who are ready to come on the show. So uh, hit us up. Let us know. And by all means, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, whatever, uh, you know, leave a review. Um, you know, g- give us a rating. Kind of help the show grow. We, we've been doing tremendous. And I'm, I'm really really excited about the uh, listenership that we have you know a lot of people are reaching out saying that they like the show uh leaving good remarks leaving good reviews uh so please if you want to help us uh, grow the show do that and if you want to be on the show uh reach out let us know absolutely you can find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram uh you can always leave a line if you want you know tell me uh what i'm doing right what i'm doing wrong i i take all criticisms it's fine uh but if you do want to be on the show if you want to uh you know help support us some more follow us at podcast will rock on twitter that is our twitter page um uh, yeah let us know we're gonna we're, we're still working it out but yeah i think we're gonna have more more guests on and if, uh, it could be you could be you uh we are figuring that out the more we go along but that is where you can find us that is where uh you know and of course you can find the show uh on all the various forms of pot wherever you get your podcast but do feel free leave a review leave us a rating help us grow it even more as Corey, i i reiterate everything Corey just said we are super super excited and very proud of our uh listenership and how far we're growing and uh, be sure to check out everything else on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. We've got lots of buddies, lots of shows that go into some of some of your favorite bands, I'm sure, out there. Uh, so be sure to give that a listen. Uh, it uh, there's there's so many there's so many to name. I can't even name them all right now. But the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, check them all out. I assure you, you're going to have a good time, just as much as we have a good time recording this show, talking about the great Van Halen. We are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. Later.